0: This is the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 353, sinking the ship. You're listening to the G Men
1: on the MyMac.com podcast.
2: And welcome to the MyMac.com podcast number 353. Uh, This is going to be a jam, jam, jam jam-packed show. I'm telling you, we've got WWDC stuff. Uh, We will probably end up having dueling soundboards because that's just what's going to happen tonight. There's no way to control it whatsoever. Uh, Gaz is not here tonight he uh put once again he put his job and keeping a house and and his kids with food over doing a free podcast so i i I really have to question his dedication but in his place we have none other than owen rubin hello owen hello 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 Hello. (laughs) how you doing man I'm doing good, and I've got my soundboard ready. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. This is this is what's going to happen.
3: <laughs> Pardon me, Mac.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, oh one more.
3: Of course you realize this means war.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it does indeed. So do I have to apologize to everybody because I started this? Yes, you do. I had forgotten
2: that until you – yeah, yeah you, go ahead. Go ahead. Explain.
0: A, a small little app on my iPhone. I was actually trying to see if I could find it. Um, that did two game sounds, a buzzer and a bell. Yeah. And, and I think I, I just completely tore you up one weekend because I was buzzing you on all these things that you were saying that like, nope, that's not right, or that was good. And I think within a week you had Soundborn up and running and we were, we're like had more sounds than I ever thought about doing.
2: So. <laughs> <You've been dead>. <laughs> <laughs> and um Yeah. Now, earlier, earlier today, earlier today, uh, out right. at some well, somewhere in California. Where, where exactly did they have the uh, the, the the speech?
0: I'm assuming it was at Moscone, where almost always. is. Oh, Moscone.
2: you're right. You know what? You're right. You're right. It because wasn't I, at, Mus- I mean, at I, Moscone West. Yeah.
0: I, well, I, I remember Steve said at the beginning of his talk that he apologized that he that he couldn't get more people in there. Uh, and sell more tickets, but they sold out 5,200 tickets in two hours.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, Apple's on a roll. So, you know, they're not they're, uh they, they really don't have to do much to get the press to come see them anymore. And it, this, it probably explains relatively easily why they no longer attend uh, the Macworld Expo. Golly, golly,
0: golly, golly.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> um I, I, although if he says that he's sorry that he couldn't sell to more people, I I wish they would live stream this opening piece. Well, could
2: you could you imagine what kind of bandwidth they would have to have to to live stream video of uh, Steve Jobs doing a WWDC keynote?
0: I don't know. I bet you, you could do it with that great big gigantic North Carolina data center. They <laughs> well, they, I don't even
2: know if they had that open yet. Um, you, they, now, they've got all the stuff in there, but whether it's all up and working, I guess we'll find out when uh, – well, when one of the products that we'll talk about in just a little bit uh, – Comes online. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're we're actually not going to talk about WWDC until after the first break, but we do have – a Oh, wait, no, I got one for that. <laughs> now, um, on Sunday, uh, yesterday, uh, now, Allison Sheridan, who does the No podcast at podfeet.com, had been trying to, to, to get me on to do an interview to talk about uh, how I do the podcast versus how she does the podcast. But there was always like these little things that came up um there's there's a guy named Bart who she does chit chat across the pond with he's also very 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 involved with the international mac podcast and and he's been ill for a, a long time and he was he was just getting better so on the same weekend when she was going to interview me, you know, she sent me a quick email saying, sorry, 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 Bart's better, and i got to talk to Bart. And, and that wasn't a problem. I, I, I stepped aside for Bart without any issues. But we did record it last night, but I don't think it's going to be on for probably a week or two. So if you want to hear the conversation that, that Allison and I had, and it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, she's, were, you, she's, were you playing with your soundboard? No, actually, I was good. I was good. I, I promised her uh, before we got started that I was going to talk about soundboard because it's part of, of you know how I put the podcast together, but that I wasn't going to actually use it. While she and I were having the conversation,
0: was <laughs> was her show, you know? So right, I, you yeah. Know, I guess that. But then I did it to you when it was your show. So it's uh, who well, knows? Maybe she would be doing it next week.
2: Well, yeah, but <laughs> see, I'm I'm freaking nuts. So that's <laughs> yeah. well,
0: I, that's why I feel so at home here.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so it's real easy to do it to me. Uh, let, let's get into some of the feedback that we've had over the week. Now we've had two from Tom Schmidt. And the the first one explains the uh, the Twitter message that I didn't understand last week. And he, he basically said, to clarify my feedback, okay. uh, he was referring to out-of-warranty hard drive repairs on the feedback that, ah, that I didn't understand.
0: I, I didn't get it either. So. Yeah, well, I mean,
2: I read, I read the comment as it came in through Twitter. And I, I was talking to Gas, and I was like, well, do, do you get that? Do you know what he's saying? So, okay, so this explains that much, much better. Okay. Uh, uh, the second one that he sent um, <laughs> Is that he likes he, And I'm guessing he does this while he's driving Where, Where's car. your
0: sound for this? There's a sound for this
2: Oh, there's always a, Oh, yes, I have it ready
0: Yes. shall I read this while you're getting your sound? Yeah, go ahead Tom says, uh, I like to shout at the show When you're talking about repairs and upgrades And stuff like that It's usually
2: No, no! <laughs> 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 and uh, <laughs> Uh, also, also, <laughs> f- also from Twitter, uh, from uh, Andy Zoom o uh, one, long, long time and, and frequent contributor, uh, he, he put out talking about MyMac dot com podcast three fifty two. He says we called it a podcast. He calls it awesomeness. And who am I to disagree? <laughs> when is he coming on? <laughs> uh, I'll have him on. I'll ha- you know, I mean, I think he we're always be on. we're always looking for. If you are listening to this show. And you know, you can tell from you know whether I'm I'm doing the show with Gaz or whether I'm doing it with <laughs> Owen or whether I'm talking to to whoever. I'm I'm a very relaxed kind of kind of fun going guy and he's that way in person too. Yeah I am. I, I pretty much am. So I'm always looking for, for different viewpoints and if you'd like to come on to the show, you know it's It's pretty much wide open now next week won't work, and I'll go into that in uh, probably the third segment of the show, but you know but anytime before we, that, before we do that, anyone who wants to come on to the, the show uh, for the mymac.com podcast yeah uh I, I don't think we I don't think we have one for the for the podcast in general now Gaz has got his, which is Gazmaz, and then i'm I'm Mac Parrot. Rack! I have to do that since Gaz is. You're in. going to ask
0: me what mine is, and I have no idea. You're O Rubin. You're O Rubin I I everywhere. Think I am I'm O Reuben, but I'm O everywhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I mean, this is the problem of being old, is that, yeah. is that you've been around long enough that when a new system comes on, I just log on and get O Reuben. So the Before only one. Before somebody else do thinks on, and you're going to, and guess which one I don't have O Reuben on? Facebook. No. Twitter. No. Yeah, Microsoft. Really. Somebody yeah, else had Hotmail, O. Ruben. Someone snagged O. Ruben before I could get there, so so I'm O. R. Ruben there. But yeah, I think if you okay, it was. It was like okay, I want that. It's I used to. So I did a game a long time back, Major Havoc. Maybe people have heard of that, but yeah. Uh, and I used to be Major Havoc at, but I but now with so many gamers out there, Major Havoc disappears before the system comes online. Now, so <laughs> I never seem to be able to get that anymore. So, but I try to be O Ruben at just about everything.
2: Uh, well, you know, uh, did you know that we have a, a uh, Facebook page now? We do have a Facebook. We page do now. have a Facebook page, so it's yet another way to send us your random thoughts and rants here at the MyMac.com podcast. And we got one from Jolly Jap. He says he likes being on our Facebook page since he can leave messages longer than 140 characters <laughs> like like on Twitter. And then in parentheses after that, I added, is this a good thing? Yeah. Or a bad thing? It is.
0: Uh, it could I don't be. know. I guess it could be either talk? way. Like that in 140 characters now. It seems like we do. Well, uh, what, what is the Facebook page? Because uh, well, the face. If you,
2: if you just go to Facebook and type in my Mac, put a space in podcast, or even if you just type in my Mac, of of all the things that'll come down from the search window, this podcast will be one of them. And it's the MyMac.com dot com podcast, or it's, maybe it's uh, oh god, now I have to check. Is it my Mac podcast or is it yeah, MyMac.com my my Mac. dot com pod?
0: I, and I'm for some reason not liking it. I'm, I just have to click that button right now. You okay.
2: didn't like I the my Mac it podcast page? I'm so page. embarrassed. I'm that so is embarrassed. embarrassing. And we have 42 people now with Owen Rubin that, uh, that <laughs> like our Facebook page.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I, I searched my Mac space podcast because the other one was a staff page to talk to the staff. Yeah, but that never seemed to really, nobody really <laughs> seemed to use it. I, I couldn't quite figure that out. I was noticing the same thing, and I probably haven't liked that one either. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, actually, now that we're now that we're talking about the Facebook pages, some new stuff that came up that I didn't put into the show notes. Uh, I had written a little a little missive here that says, "Oh, you so know we're going to be talking about WDC tonight." Right. And Andrew Hall put in that he can't wait; he's waiting for the keynote now on his Apple TV via AirPlay from his iPad two, while he checks his, <laughs> checks Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> And how he manages to do all that and breathe at the same time, I'm not sure.
0: It is fun to know we have so many ways of connecting things together.
2: Yeah. So actually, sometimes so many, it's it's hard. No yeah. It's it, sometimes it's hard for me to to get to them all. Before you know, be? what what was that one?
0: Oh, it went away. It went
2: away. How can this be? I don't know. And that's uh, I think that's Mr. Jobs, isn't it? Yes <laughs> and uh we're we're going to try to cut this first segment a little bit short because we have so much to get to but before, before before we before we take our first break, we did get a <laughs> Skype call, and it was from uh, fearless leader Tim, and i'll play it right now. Hold on, okay,
1: take two
2: and it's take two because the take one sounded uh, like a cylon uh, man. <laughs>
1: Hello, guy, hello, Owen. I know you're sitting in for uh. <laughs> For Gaz this week on the podcast. Say hi, Owen.
0: Hi. Second episode,
1: 352. Last week, Guy, you're talking about the Mac Defender malware that it actually doesn't really do anything. It's not harmful. Well, that's not really accurate. As the CEO of Mac Specialists, I'm seeing a lot of computer users. Many of them sometimes aren't as computer savvy as the average listener of the MyMac podcast. They're not that into using. Or, uh, you know, learning about the Mac. It's just a computer. And they're getting infected with this malware, and it literally sits on top of every other window. You can't quit the application. You open up a web browser, and this thing sits on top of it. And it's asking for your credit card information, it's telling you you have a virus. And then you have to spend X number of dollars for the software to get rid of the virus for you. Yes, it's a scam. The customers that are coming in uh, that we're helping to purge their system of the software and educating them at the same time on how not to get the scam.
2: Don't click stupid links. They're not savvy links. Enough to
1: be able to get rid of themselves. <laughs> That's why they came to us. A lot of the people that listen to the show know other Mac users that aren't going to be savvy enough to get rid of this thing. Now, the latest Mac OS security update goes a long way to get rid of the old variant of the software.
2: But not the new ones.
1: But like I said, maybe it was Gaz, it's a moving target.
0: It is a moving target. It's
1: not going to destroy your computer or steal any information. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. It's more than a proof of concept. Mac Defender is out there and it is a bigger problem than I think most Mac fans want to admit. And it's not a virus. It's malware. It is out there. We're seeing... I saw I saw six people in one day bring in wow. a Mac with a Mac Defender, and this was a day after the security update. So this is a big, big problem. Don't downplay it. Um, people are getting <laughs> ripped off because of this crappy software and the jerk who invented it. He's making money off that. It's not malicious in that it's damaging your system. It's malicious that it's taking money out of a credit card because people are getting duped.
2: And they should send it to us instead. So don't
1: downplay the the significance and the seriousness of the Mac Defender and the different variants that are out there. Very serious, very scary for a lot of people, and uh, a lot of people simply aren't savvy enough to fix it themselves. So keep that in mind when you're talking about Mac Defender and whatever else is coming up next because, let's be honest, Apple's selling more and more computers every day than they ever did before. The rest of the computer industry, mm, they're not really keeping up. <coughs> this is going to be a continuing problem and probably a worsening problem. Let's all hope that Apple comes up with uh, something in Lion that's going to alleviate a lot of this. But for right now, very serious problem. A lot of people are getting ripped off. A lot of people can't use a computer because it's infected with mac defender that sits there and floats over everything else rendering their machine virtually useless so very serious anyways uh thanks for uh playing this on the podcast and by the way hope everyone that listens to this is listening to tech fan <laughs> as, as
2: well they cohen. should
1: if uh you're a new listener to the my make show david cohen and i actually used to host along with guy the my you know, I hope everyone's listening to TechFan. We have a lot of fun doing it. We talk about a wide variety of topics. And last, but certainly not least, uh, putting out my COO of Mac Specials hat once more. If you live in the Chicagoland area, <laughs> and you're looking for a job, and you happen to be a really good salesman, I would really like to talk to you.
0: It's a good thing.
1: at Mac Specialist. Dot com. Okay. Guy, Owen, have a great one.
2: Bye-bye. <laughs>
0: Thanks.
1: Thanks for <laughs> sending that the, in, I love him. the
0: plugs. Good for him. Uh, so to, to put a little spin on what he just said, yeah. um, there are now over 54 million Mac users worldwide. It's growing. Mac grew at like 28% while the PC industry is shrinking. So <clears throat> the reason the Mac never had viruses before or at least never major viruses or things like this is because. Well, remember this isn't a virus. Well, I shouldn't say virus, but you say virus, malware, uh, things that you know, scams, those kind of things. They didn't t- attack Mac users because it was a rather small market. So the, the theory is that if you put out something like this, one percent of the people will click on it and do something with it, respond to it. And when you only had 20 million, why would you go after 20 million when you can go after 200 million, right? So they didn't bother with Macs. But the Mac numbers are growing like crazy. And guess what? More and more and more of this stuff is going to start showing up.
2: Well, that's true. But at the same time, you know, and I, I've said this before uh, Microsoft has stepped up security with Windows, starting with Vista. Yep. So it's a lot harder for them to get the drive-by infections that they were able to get with XP and and Windows ninety eight on people that you know didn't keep up their their virus protection or didn't keep up with
0: software updates from Microsoft. Okay, that said, I run a Windows. You know, Windows Seven machine sure. with and, well, with, and a so virus, I. with a virus program on it, and it got hit by something the other day that I didn't notice. I clicked on something, and all of a sudden, all these windows started popping up, and it was something with the web, and in and, and it nailed uh, Firefox. Uh, and I didn't see it. I mean, I just didn't even see it. So it's it, it's easy to get these things. And and the other thing is, these guys who do it are becoming incredibly sophisticated. Um, well, they're hiring.
2: I mean, it, the, the people that are actually doing it for the purposes of getting your money, uh, for the most part, aren't the hardcore hackers. It's people that are hiring hardcore right. hackers to write this for them. They're the ones that have access to the servers to put this stuff out. They're the ones who can go to the hackers and say, okay, if we were going to do this, how can we do it so that it doesn't come back to us, but we can still get them to send us money or we right. can get money through making you know, uh, botnets or, or, or
0: what have you yeah uh, we could have a whole we could have a whole session on yeah stands. and and you I, know what let's I, say, I read something in the New York Times last week that that put the cap on it for me. um I think it was in China where they said prison guards were having prisoners sit at computers nineteen hours a day, uh building up characters in, like, Worlds of Warcraft and other places, so the prisoner guards could sell them in the real world yeah, and make sell, money. Yeah,
2: sell, the, sell their fake characters on yeah. eBay or something. It, so and,
0: stupid. And, and virtual goods. And it was just like, you know, people will do just about anything now. So, it's like, I, I agree with Tim. It's, you know, be careful. If, if, yep. you, if something comes up on your screen that says, you have a virus, uh, I, I wouldn't believe it, no. all. no. Especially if you didn't install software that's telling you have a virus. Right. And if it is your software that tells you that's the top one you believe, yeah. don't believe some website that's saying that. The other thing is if, if, if you log into banks and things like that and it just doesn't seem right to you, uh, <laughs> close the window, clear your caches, reboot your machine, it, it, you'll be surprised at how many millions of people a month put their usernames and passwords and credit card numbers into phony web pages thinking they're talking to something that they know. Look very carefully. There, there are clues, but you just have to take your yeah, time. Yeah,
2: always, to... always, always check the <clears throat> URL of whatever site it is you're going to, especially if it's for a secure transaction. If you don't see HTT, HTTPS, automatically there's something wrong there.
0: So the other thing I suggest is a lot of times people will get an email that will, that will say, you know, hi, this is your bank, and we've got to click this link. I always tell people don't click the link. Copy the link and then paste it into the browser area before you open it and, and look see at the what link. it looks like. Right? And see what it looks like. If you know if you're to go into Bank of America and it doesn't have bofa.com dot com in there or you know chase or a name you know, but it's got somebody else's with that thing at the end, you can be pretty well sure it's not your real your real link. And well, I just thought well, actually they,
2: they don't even have to do that if they just ho- hover the mouse over. over the link. That's right. It'll come up and show you what, what the link is. It's at and the very bottom. Actually, you know what? We we need to we need to take a break so we can get on to the WWDC Let's stuff. Do that. Yeah, we need to have you come back on another time to talk about security. I'd
0: love to talk about and, security.
2: And ram- and ramp I you didn't. all up, man. Ramp you up. It it uh I'm sorry! I'm angry <laughs> <laughs> so, so everyone please Stand by to stand by and we're gonna be right back with uh with Owen and my take on the WWDC.
0: At age nineteen I was kidnapped by Turkish pirates, Mediterranean folk after some torture, they considered me their mascot. A Cypriotic good luck. I had the taste of death and Things
3: I had the on. New from the MyMac family of podcasts, Tech Fan, hosted by Tim Robertson and me, David Cohen. If it moves air and it keeps you cool, then this is the podcast for you. We cover ceiling fans, desk fans, swamp coolers and air conditioners. If it's to do about air displacement and you want to geek out on that, then this is right up your street. Hello? Oh, hi, Tim. Yeah, I'm just recording a trailer for the new podcast. What do you mean you've reconsidered the concept? What, you don't want to cover fans anymore? Technology. Well, I suppose, yeah, we know a bit about it. Well, you've been doing it for 20 years or so, haven't you? You want to geek out on technology instead? how are we going to change the name of the show, then? Oh, I see. Fans of technology. Okay, I guess that'll work. You're the boss. Okay, catch you later. Tech fan. It's not about fans but it is about
1: tech. Girl,
3: I've been the G oh, men on the mymac.com podcast It's an interesting affair.
2: Welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. We are going to jump right into what happened today at the Moscone Center in San Francisco with Steve Jobs and the gang. You know, that almost sounds like a... We're
0: excited about it.
2: Yeah, like, like, a, uh, uh, like a rock and roll band name. It's Steve Jobs and the gang. Steve Jobs and the gang. Kind of like Cool and the gang. I don't know where I was going with that. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Yeah, thanks. At least somebody <laughs> laughed. Uh now Owen had kind of touched on this in the the first segment. Uh Steve came out and was and was kind of bragging on on what how well Apple was doing not just with the Mac but also with iOS devices. 28% Mac growth versus That's 1% PC decline. Now what he didn't say that I could tell was what the time frame was. Was he talking about like since the last WWDC?
0: I don't think so. It the um the slide they showed said mac installed base from 2006 so i'm oh. guessing that's the date because it was like 24 million and now it's now it's 54 million that's more than 26 six eight percent though isn't it
2: yeah and uh, quite a few of those people are are you know new users to the mac
0: and you can thank the iphone and the ipad for that i'm sure oh yeah yeah, halo devices yeah they pulled people in they but sure it's, did. Still, it's just as he said, "quote That's a lot of Max."
2: That is a lot of Max. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, the first yeah. thing that they
2: talked about, or the first thing Steve, Steve, and the gang talked about, was uh, OS X Lion ten point seven. That was the first thing on the agenda, and there are a ton of multi touch gestures that are now built into OS ten, not just lion but there's quite a few of them built into a right. snow leopard as well unfortunately what you, you you need one of two things to kind of take advantage of that you either need to use uh the magic mouse which i absolutely despise i i, I, I have i have yet to find an apple mouse that i would consider usable i hate right. apple's mice i have a, a magic mouse in my
0: hand Right now, I have a couple and, in a drawer. Yeah, and it sits on my desktop, and I, every once in a while, I turn it back on and go, well, "Okay, let me try this," and realize I just don't like it. It's it, it's exactly like a trackpad shouldn't be.
2: Yeah, yeah. But now, what I am interested in getting is the uh, uh, their magic trackpad. Have you ever have you played around
0: with any of those? I yet? have not. Uh, well, in the in the Apple Store, but yeah. I have not had one at home long enough to play with it. But uh, I mean, I, when you look at these things that Apple introduced here, it's the end of the mouse. Yeah, yeah. It pretty much means a mouse isn't necessary anymore, and there's no um,
2: reason. Yeah, there's no reason to be sliding your your hand and your arms all the way across your desk to move a
0: cursor across the screen. I mean, it's funny. I I was at a friend's house and they had a Dell, and I sat down. So and, I, and I immediately put my fingers down the trackpad and put two fingers to scroll the window. And it's like, <laughs> why isn't that Why isn't that working? <laughs> and I realized, man, I just do this sort of out of habit now. The two yeah. finger scroll. It's a I use a lot of multi-touch gestures. Some of the things he introduced, uh, and do you want to – if we should talk about them now. Yeah, go ahead. Um, he Mission Control was something that I thought was kind of an interesting it, – it's well, sort of well,
2: – But before we go on, do you have the developer's version?
0: Of the software? Yeah. I have it downloaded, but I did not install it.
2: All right, well, much- ever since I got the Mac Pro, you know, I mean, I've got all this, these extra – Drives now, so I went ahead and and, and put a uh, i think it 's like a five hundred gig drive in one of the slots, and that 's what I installed the developer 's version of uh, okay ten
0: point seven on yeah I need to do that. I have my disk sitting here i just haven 't done it yet it is now
2: the the first version that i I put in there was a i mean it was buggy as hell, so you know there were things the first time I tried to use it it was like i can 't figure out what 's going on here. mail especially was really bad. But one of the things, one of the highlights, is what you were just touching on, which was Mission Control.
0: Yeah, now, see, it looks like Exposé and Spaces kind of merged together.
2: Yeah, well, well, Mission Control allows you to take all the different environments that are built into OS X, like Dashboard, like the Finder, like Spaces, like you know, I mean, all these different things, and allow you to move from one to the other very, very easily with touch gestures.
0: Okay, now I will argue that some of what's there is already in Exposé and... Sure. <clears throat> right, for example, they, one of the things but you can they, do But with, with, with keyboard commands. Uh, yeah, so you press, I don't know, it's F3 on my keyboard, but there's the one that everything shrinks to a small window and you can see everything that's running. Yes. And they talked about it today that, oh, you, know, you can cursor over one and hit the space bar and see a preview like it was new. I think Expose's had that for quite some time.
2: Well, ex- most people don't ever use it though. Oh, I use Exposé all the time. I you use it with video. I, I use it with audio. I use it with pictures. I mean, I- but did you
0: know that you could you could hover over a window and then press spacebar and that window would zoom up while still in Exposé?
2: You mean the actual window? Because Exposé yeah. is like just kind of like a, a built-in preview.
0: So Exposé shrinks everything down. You get to see everything that's there. Right? Yeah. Okay, but if you hover the cursor over a window, oh oh oh, I'm sorry, I'm thinking, bar, I'm, th- box, I'm sorry, I
2: was thinking of something else. All right, Exposé basically takes everything that's on your screen and throws it up there so that you can see all the open the windows. I know, that I was, I was thinking, image. I was thinking of something else.
3: Okay,
0: but on that one, if you cursor over a window, a blue bar appears, and if you click on one of those, it brings that window to the front. But if you in, hit pre- space, in
2: preview mode,
0: no, it brings that. That's how you. So if I'm in, if I'm in safari and i need to go to mail and i've got a single small screen and all my windows are stacked deep i hit the key that does all that shrink down i find the windows you know i'll see a small version of all my windows that are open yeah i find the window i want and click on it and it brings that application and window to the front yes so you can switch fairly quickly when they're all stacked but what most people didn't know is if you just cursor over the window a blue box appears around it and oh, and hit then space hit spacebar, and it does you get the same a free thing. Si- you get a full size preview of the window you're looking at. That is cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, most people don't know it's there. So if because what happens if you have way too many windows open? Like I'm looking right now, my live from the Apple's keynote text. It's a little tiny window in the corner. But if I hit spacebar, it goes full screen, and I can now see what's in there. And believe it or not, while you're in the preview, you, it's not very active. But you can't, you know, you can't move it. Like, <laughs> But you can now move the mouse over any window, and they will all that, that window will zoom up as long as you're in this preview mode. hitting spacebar again makes it shrink back. It's very much like the preview you can u- do in the finder okay all
2: right no, I didn't know that
0: yeah, it's actually kind of a cool thing
2: uh, <laughs> okay well let's let's not get let's not get uh, well but that's caught, what, let's not get caught in the reads. Let's I mean, so keep, that's we We got to keep moving
0: control is going to bring now. But also incorporates this
2: well for like spaces iOS
0: iOS kind of feel oh yeah the, the full screen apps full screen apps um, what they called launchpad which basically looks like and like an iPad screen iPad or iPhone right yeah With icons to click on I thought the collection of those three things mission control launchpad and this preview thing were kind of incredibly cool as an app
2: well I they mean, are it, it, like, this is why you need to install the the developers version. I will do that. Because it's, it's just fun to play with. It really, now, really
0: full is. Now, page, pages app, I have to give Microsoft a tip because Word 2001 had a full-page version, view version. I, I put that in my review. So in Microsoft Word 2011, I think it works in all the new Office ones, you can go into full-page mode, and it turns everything else black, everything else goes away, and only the document you're working on and its tools show. And I went, gee, I wish all the apps would do that. Well, now they will. Now they will on the Mac. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> uh, I did think Steve's comment—it's switching kind of like WebOS, you know, or BlackBerry Playbook. So they admitted that someone else had thought of that. But this, you know, three-finger sliding—if you've ever used a WebOS phone, which I suspect most people have not used—an old Palm or an HP. I
2: don't think anybody did.
0: Yeah. I mean, I loved that little phone, but it was a Palm that scared me away. But. um it had this thing where you just take your fingers and slide sideways, and you would switch through the multitasking apps really quick. And it's like it killed me that the iPhone didn't let me just hit three fingers across the screen and get to the next app.
2: Well, I think, I think the, the new version of iOS 5 will do that.
0: I
3: think it will, too.
0: Yeah. It's going to be part of this full screen. But let, let, let's,
2: not, let's not get off topic, let's or at least not as, not as bad as we already have. Uh, Photo Booth has face (laughs) tracking. (laughs) (laughs) Photo Booth has face tracking. I'm not sure what advantage that is.
0: As I said, I don't care.
2: Right. Uh, The Uh, the App
0: Store was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Mac App Store, which
2: is now part of Lion, with in-app purchasing, notifications, sandboxing, and updates, which made the developers
0: really happy. Do you know what the key thing there for developers is? No more pirated apps.
2: Yeah. And but if what they have, they have what they, they have to it. give up what they have to give up in exchange is that anyone who buys the app can put it on up to
0: five computers instead of single licenses. But that's you know, that means everybody's buying it though. Exactly. Right? It's five computers on the same account. They all have to be on the same account. So, yeah. Uh, but no and the Mac OS update will come out as a as an app store download. Well, whoa, whoa whoa whoa, 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 we're not there yet. Sorry, but I'm just saying it's all the same thing. You <laughs> yeah. can't copy a CD now and install the software. You right. don't get that. So people are going to have to start stepping up and buying their software now. On the other hand, prices have come down.
2: Exactly. Now, there's a new app called Launchpad that keeps track of all your Mac App Store purchases.
0: Right. That was very cool. Now, and, it, the, and it gives you the, the iPhone interface.
2: Yes. iPad interface. Or kind of more like the iTunes interface. iTunes interface. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Now, there's a new thing that they do called resume which takes so you
0: back when it first popped up on the screen that resume
2: help you help you get a new job <laughs> so you can pay for a mac uh what this program does it takes you back to where you were on any resume aware app when you last so quit you it. it
0: resume aware. so you said it
2: oh i did oh resume <laughs> <laughs> On any resume aware app, when you last quit it, it also provides uh, autosave system wide. Now, I'm guessing that's go- only going to be for applications where developers kind of you know build in the the APIs well, I wondered to do that, that.
0: myself. I asked that same question. Is that it's they said system wide, but I think you'll have to put put it in your app. Yeah,
2: you'll have to put the hooks into the app.
0: But but basically, this means no more saving. You, it just saves. It just and, saves it. Right. And what was very cool about this is not only does it save, but you can be working on pages on your Mac. Just close it. Don't do anything. And then go over and pick up your iPad, open that same document that you have synced, which we will talk later. Right. About, and it not only does it let show you all the things you've edited, it actually picks up. Where you left off. And the demo they showed was selecting some text and then closing the app. And then when they opened it on the iPad, the it was text
2: still was selected. selected. Yeah. And so thought, cool. Now, that
0: was really slick.
2: <laughs> now, something else that's really slick, and this was working in, in the developer's version that, that I was playing around with, is this thing called versions. And I've talked about this on previous um, podcasts. And what this kind of is, is time machine but for every single individual application. So as it stands right now, you're working in an application, and you've made a mistake, and you've already saved it, and you don't remember when you made that, that change. Or so, you want to go back. Or you want to go back. So you go into Time Machine, and you go back a couple days, and then you kind of go through the Finder for that particular day. You find that application. You find that that, that document, and then you can bring that document back, and you have that version of the document where you know before you made that error. Well, what versions does is it kind of cuts Time Machine out of the loop. You basically, from within the <clears throat> app, can say I want to go back to you know two revisions of this particular document, and it just well, does you it.
0: can look at versions exactly like you would in Time Machine. Yep, yep, it looks it looked very similar. Yeah, well, it's like Time Machine for laugh. every single is- app. This is what's old is new again. So way back, way, 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 way back in the (laughs) seventies, okay, late seventies and early eighties, Digital Equipment Corporation, the maker of VAX computers. Yeah, I had to work on versions on on eleven seven fifty. Yes, they had versions. Every file, every time you changed a file, it created a version. And and now they didn't do it as as cute as this, which this only changes.
2: Yeah, you, 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 had, you, had to know, you had to know the exact address. But there were
0: tools that let you go see what you changed. Yeah. And versioning went away in new computers. And I was like, why don't they do that?
2: Well, well why space, space,
0: was do that? Was, space was a premium. Space was a premium. That was exactly it. And that's no in longer. In those days, it was text files, so it was pretty easy. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's good to see that finally make its way into a new computer where – and, and I, I hate to tell you as a developer, I'll sometimes make a bunch of changes in a program and wish I hadn't done them. And say, now, if I could just go back and I have to go to Time Machine, which, by the way, is only every hour if I have it running normally. Yeah. But, but, or I, keep, I have to save a copy. I find myself with dozens and dozens of folders of old copies. I don't need to do that anymore.
2: No, no. Versions will take care of that for you. The next thing is called AirDrop, which is peer-to-peer file sharing with auto-discover and auto-setup over uh, a Wi-Fi or Ethernet network. Well, that was
0: easy for you to say. Yeah. No, not so much. <laughs> now, this is basically forget the USB stick. When the person's sitting next to you on Wi-Fi, you yeah. just drop them the file. Now, now what, I, what indist- I'm not sure
2: about is how does this work outside your network? Can you? not It still, doesn't, I, it it doesn't work the outside the thing. network?
0: No. It's said by Wi-Fi, and it auto-detects. So my guess is it uses um, I just Bluetooth. Went blank. No. It uses Wi-Fi, and it uses uh, Bonjour.
2: Oh, oh, I suspect
0: that's my guess, because I'm guessing it works on people locally. They said locally. That was the key word he said in there. Yeah. So um, I'm kind of thinking what it does is it looks for local things in the same zone. And if they're there, they show up. Okay. and when they show up, then you can just drop it. And it's kind of cool, though. This is FTP for the normal person.
2: Yeah, they've basically made it. Foolproof. Well, of course. Hoping... Every time somebody makes something foolproof, God makes a better fool. So we'll <laughs> see, we'll see what add. happens
0: with I'm that. I'm hoping they will add um, the ability to do this over distances as well.
2: Yeah, where you just have, you have a little bit of setup you got to do ahead of time. Right. But, I mean, we'll see. I mean, this is yep. this is all
0: new, so there will will be more details coming out soon. It's, he said, "Quote: There's nothing to set up. It's auto discovery, auto setup. So it's got to be using Bonjour. I'm guessing. Yeah."
2: but uh, the last thing that they talked about with uh lion 10.7 was mail. Now anyone who's used an iPad that's exactly what the new mail app in 10.7 looks like. It looks like an iPad app. It does app. look like the iPad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They have new conversations views for multiple mail entries, which I thank them very much for. Yeah, it gets uh, rid
0: of all that RE and forward yeah, nonsense and, exactly. and, and header files that get in the way. And. Yep. Easier to
2: search for people or subjects. Um, I don't really know what else to say about mail. It's, it's mail rule, but new better.
0: Rules, new rules and based, so you can search and then make a rule for it. Yeah. yeah. And it looks good. I think yep. it's, uh, they did a nice job on bringing it back around.
2: Now, the last two things to talk about with 10.7 is kind of weird. Number one, there's, you cannot buy 10.7 Lion wait, wait, on an optical wait, wait. disk. Wait, 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 what you got?
0: But there is one more thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the no, one... The, one of the things that they really gl- glossed right over and went really fast by was there's now a Windows Migration Assistant. And if that means. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, and that to me is really awesome. In fact, if you if you look at one of the pictures that's on one of the slides, you'll see it, you know, in as one of the things in the circle. But if you're a Windows user and you've really wanted to go to a Mac and you're what's stopping you is you're going, Oh god, I've got all my files and I got all these things, I don't know what to do with them. This is the same as Apple has had a migration assistant for Mac to Mac right. for quite some time. It takes your old Mac and puts it on the new Mac and only brings the right things over. Well, they're doing this for Windows now. Oh, and I just really think, that's fantastic. So that's like, a a sh- that's like a
2: shot right across the bow.
0: It is a shot across the bow, but for people who want to upgrade to a Mac, Apple's going well, to. Well, let's it a let's lot not easier. call it an upgrade. Let's call it a migration. A migration, right? yeah. Um, and and they, they will assist they, you. And by the way, FaceTime is now built in to all, all programs as well, which I thought was kind of cool. They, there was about six other things. File Vault has been upgraded. There's a bunch of other things they didn't really talk about. Yeah, and, uh, they, and they're the, super geeky, and there'll be more information on those later. And, Safari, and the new Safari reading thing is in there, which we'll talk about later. Yep. Okay. Uh,
2: okay. Uh, there's no optical disk available for Lion. You can only get Lion through the Mac App Store. But there's good news. There is really, really good news.
0: So tell me, tell me, Guy, uh, how, how much would you pay for this upgrade? Would you pay $129
2: for this upgrade, Owen? But wait, there's, <laughs> there's more. If you buy today. No, I'm not even going to do anything. Help it.
3: I'm a greedy club. It's my <laughs> hobby. <laughs> I'm a leaf on the
2: wind. Okay, I have no idea why I did that one. <laughs> It's only the the next version of OS X is only going to be twenty nine ninety nine. The same price. It's the same price <laughs> that you paid for Snow Leopard. Every single version That's of amazing. OS X, with the exception of ten point one, has been a hundred and twenty
0: nine dollars. I know. It's really nice. 20, thirty bucks is an amazing price thirty bucks. And the, but now. But no, wait, there's four, more. It's a four gigabyte download. Yeah. So uh, those of you on AT and T are going to use up a hunk of their bandwidth limitation.
2: Well, if they've uh, got a, you know, I mean, I've got uh, what uh, five
0: Macs in the house. So you. So the question is, yeah, you have to do it for each one. Yeah, isn't you that, do. That's kind of sad. Uh, there's no way to there's no way to pass that download file around, which is really kind of sad.
2: Well, there may uh, be. I mean, this isn't coming out until the fall, so we'll see. July. Yeah. Oh, is it, oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. Available July. In July? Available in well, July. We don't know July.
0: when in July. That could be July 31st. Right. But at, it's available you know, in July. 11, at 11.59. At 11.59 p.m.
2: <laughs> but the, the, really, the really kind of cool thing beyond that is 10.7 server, 50 bucks. Oh, I didn't see that. Wow, that's amazing. Okay. That I is. That. Yeah, that is cool. And, Owen, oh, and we are running super, super long. So we're okay. going to wait... We're going to take a break, and we will talk about the new stuff for iOS in just a minute. So, everyone, please stand by to stand by. <laughs> and we'll be right back. A Monday worry me, Sawyer, me.
0: John Nemo here, the MyMac Reviews Editor. In less time than it takes Guy and gas to get out of their introduction and dig into their man cave, you could have listened to several episodes of the pocket sized podcast featuring John Nemo's world's shortest review cast. Get with
1: it!
2: means never having to say you're sorry. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hey, welcome back to the last second of the MyMac.com podcast tonight. Now, this particular segment, we are going to be talking about iOS 5. That's your cue, Owen. That's my cue.
0: (laughs) i got to do this fast because we're running out of time. There are 200 million iOS devices sold to date. That makes iOS 44% of the mobile internet base. Take that, Android, at 28%. Uh, 25 million iPads, 15 billion song downloads, 14 billion app downloads, 130 million books downloaded, 90,000 iPad-only apps, 2.5 billion paid to developers. That's how much money has been paid out yep. in, right, to developers. Uh, 225 million iTunes accounts with valid credit cards.
2: And you know, Sony had. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm not even going to go there. I was going to talk about Sony and all the problems they've had, um, but it, it seems amazing to me that that Apple's able to keep their servers relatively secure, whereas shh, other no, large no, no, companies no, no, no,
0: could not. Oh, it's not Hexum. It's not. Hexum. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, don't it's okay. Enough. Some some of the changes with iOS five we have really got a
0: we really got uh, the notification center. I thought was actually awesome. So yep. And finally, and this is actually something that an, that Android in- does. Yes, this was very Android like. I thought. Yeah. But this puts all your notifications, phone calls, messages, uh, SMSs, pop up notifications, all those things that used to annoy you while you're playing a game or listening to a song, gone. They all show up in one place now with a very nice little thing that pops down on the top of the screen to tell you the notification came in and then disappears. So if you're right in the middle of a game or watching a video, it's, it's, it's there later. And you just swipe down from the top, yep. and you get this beautiful display of all your notifications. A quick swipe with the finger takes you to the app of the that the notification came from. Beautiful interface.
2: Yep. Uh, Newsstand app for newspapers and magazines with background downloading. That now was cool. that is cool, and it's it's kind of what they needed to do in order to take subscriptions to the kind of like the next level. Uh, there's a single sign in for all the plethora of Twitter apps, and what I thought was kind of interesting, there was absolutely no mention of Ping, which is Apple's little yeah social
0: network. Uh, yeah, been, I think that's I think that's long gone for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, why. Yeah, I, I think
2: I, I I just don't think that that kind of got the traction that Apple thought it was going to get.
3: And yeah, so honestly, with
2: Facebook and Twitter, it, it's hardly necessary. The There's fact thing- that it's in iTunes is
0: just one more thing to make iTunes a drag. I agree. There's a new thing called Tweet Sheet, by the way. So, and it wasn't. Clear, they said in all apps, but I think apps have to integrate it. But I'll have to see when I look at the developer pack. But now it used to be if I wanted to put Twitter in my app, I had to build all this stuff in for Twitter. Now the system does it for me. Someone wants to tweet from within my app. I just support this tweet sheet. Yeah, okay. you can tweet. You can tweet from the iPhone's camera or the iPad's okay. camera, and from contacts and from oh, yeah, yeah, uh, from Safari and from from Maps. It was very cool. Now, something that I'm very pleased to see: the new Safari finally has. It took forever for this to appear. Yep. Tab browsing. Yeah, they were all. <laughs> There, Sorry,
3: just... there,
2: there were all kinds of browsers that you could get from the iOS app store that had tabs, but none of them really worked as well as Safari. So now finally Apple has put tabs into Safari. You know, Welcome to 2009, Apple. So two
0: pieces that came on top of that was something called Safari Reader, which is going to be in Safari and Lion and on here, which is basically this beautiful idea that when you're looking at a web page and there's a story you want to read, using the concept of full-screen apps, you can click on the story – Say read, go to the read mode, and the whole web page disappears and you get a magazine-like looking article of the thing that you want to read. Yeah, well page.
2: unless unless the web page developers figure out a way to disable that to make you look at ads.
0: Yes. But what was very cool is that even the ones I saw the demos on, it split across multiple screens. It actually found all the links and put it all together in a long single thing. It was very cool. Uh, but that also creates a new thing called reading lists, and you can Take one of those and say, "Hold this for later," and I'll read it later, and it saves yeah, it for you. And I thought is that cool. was very cool. Uh,
2: there's uh, also reminders for location-based events. So yeah, well, the, I think kind of wasn't event. the example you know they were saying if if you were you, know, you were walking out of the Moscone Center and your wife told you to call her when you did so that it would right. a little pop up would come up and tell you call your wife or something along those. Or lines. Oh, you could
0: say you could you can create lists with reminders and calendar times and everything, but location is one of the things you can say. So you can set a reminder to say, don't forget to talk to your boss when you get to the office. And yeah. when it sees you in the geolocation of your office, that reminder will pop up.
2: Yeah. Or if you've got something that says, you know, it's near lunchtime and a little reminder will come up and say, if you're near like an in and out burger, you know, go and yeah. get a, go get a double double like
0: burger. <laughs> something
2: along those lines.
0: Another thing that I found incredibly cool is the new camera updates, and it a little swiped Microsoft, who has constantly been telling you about how their cameras let you take pictures without unlocking it. Yeah. The new camera now has an icon on the lock page, and you can actually click that button. You don't have to unlock, and it will take you into camera mode. The volume up button has become the shutter release now or an alternate shutter release. Yeah. And you can take pictures without unlocking your camera, but nothing else is exposed. You can't look at pictures, you know, no, no, content's made available, but you can just pop it out of your pocket, tap one button and boom, you're into picture mode. Yeah. This, Smart this is idea.
2: probably, there was an app that actually did that, that Apple put the kibosh on. Yes, they did. And that, that's oh. got, yeah, I can't remember either, but that's gotta be why they did that.
0: And then the other thing they did in this idea of that let the app do it all is now there's editing photos and crop, rotate, red eye, enhance, all built into iPhoto.
2: Oh, and photo is- optimization just by clicking on the part of the photo you want to focus on. I mean, it did, as, a right. lot of this is cool.
0: It, 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 there's aperture, shutter settings lock now if you press and hold on a location. Yep, it will use that spot as the as the metering for uh, the picture. So like, it could, which sometimes HDR is too slow, so I don't want to use it, but I want the shutter control to be. The aperture to be on this one spot. Cool idea. It is. Uh, then, uh, did we talk about mail? I guess we talked. Uh, no. About.
2: Well, we didn't talk about mail with iOS. Uh, and oh. we'll we'll go through this real quick because it's mail. Okay. <laughs> More text options. Easier message flagging. Uh, they have the built-in dictionary, so you can look up meanings of words. That's and, system-wide, by the way. Yeah, that is system all throughout iOS. Yeah. And the last one, which I thought was kind of cool, was the split
0: keyboard for the iPads. The split keyboard was very cool. Yeah. That, that looks like that too is also system-wide. So if your thumbs aren't nine inches long, you can now, <laughs> your, you can now take the keyboard and, and tear it into two pieces yep. and, and slide them up and down along the left and right edge of the iPad. And so your thumb can type on a keyboard that's half and half. I thought that was a great idea.
2: Yeah, that is cool.
0: Um, so one of the big things they talked about was this idea of being PC-free. And there's, there's an about-time cheer on this one for me, too. Uh, <laughs> it used to be when you got a new iPhone or an iPad and you powered it on, what was the first thing it said? Go sync. Go sync.
2: Go, go sync yourself. Go sync yourself, yeah. You, you know, I that think that I'm going to change years. the name of the show. Go sync yourself. To go sync yourself. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to leave it as it is. But I think that's a <laughs> Now
0: good... it says, welcome. And you can do all the turn-on and adjustments. You don't even need to own a PC or a Mac.
2: Yeah, you just need you to didn't... use your, your – what, what used to be called your mobile me sign-in. I guess now <laughs> it's the iCloud sign-in.
0: The iCloud sign-in. And yes. it will go and say, oh, okay,
2: well, you're, you're Guy Searle and your username is blah, blah, blah. Okay, I recognize you. I recognize your password here's
0: all your stuff yep. and, and, and your
2: device is instantly ready to go. Yeah. I mean, means well, you as, as it. instant as it takes
0: for it to download. For those of you who haven't bought your iPhone yet, you can walk into the store now, buy it and use it as you're walking out of the store. Yep. That'll be very cool. Um, the game center was updated nine months, over 50 million game center users. That's amazing growth.
2: Yeah. Bigger uh, than I think any other mobile platform.
0: So they added uh, social integration, A whole bunch of things with friends and friends of friends and friends friends of friends and recommendations. (laughs) I don't know how far that goes. Yeah. Well,
2: now uh, you can also download games right from Game Center instead of having to go to a different app.
0: And then support for turn-based games I thought was very cool because there's a lot of games that aren't Twitch games. Like, God forbid you play chess, but (laughs) chess, this thing will now handle the turn-by-turn-based gaming, which I thought was very cool. That is cool.
2: Uh, they have a new thing called iMessage, and this is for all iOS devices. And, and this one, I'm not too sure about. We'll have to wait and see how this how well this works out. This sounds like iChat redone. Yeah, it does. So text, photos, videos, contacts, group messaging, deliveries, receipts, cross-device ready. So you real can actually in real time. So you can start on what you can. You can be typing something on your on your iPhone, put it down, pick up your iPad. And everything
0: you just typed on your iPhone will be right there. But it includes things like you see in Skype today where yeah. if you type a message to someone, you'll see that they're typing back. It will actually show that. So it's got new real-time integration, which I thought was kind of cool. Yep. And now the big piece, which, which <laughs> they <laughs> yeah. say for the the cloud, which is one of these terms that I just hate. And do uh, you know where the cloud came from, right? People used to draw the internet as a cloud on a whiteboard. Oh, really? Yeah, when you're drawing di- diagrams. And, the, and then goes, the magic into, happens. It goes into the internet, right? And there's this big cloud of internet. And I think that's where that name came from. Um, <laughs> Steve said Well, B- wait. Before before we B- talk about iCloud, you,
2: mm-hmm. you left something out. What did I leave out? Syncing iTunes content over Wi-Fi also without a direct connection to your computer.
0: Ah, oh, that's right. Well, yeah, part of part of the PC-free... Yeah. I mean, all, all those things that required a computer before are pretty much going to go away. Photos the same. Yeah. Photos will also now sync that same way, which sort of gets to the cloud, because I think that's how they're going to do the magic.
2: Yeah, well, well, we'll talk about how it all works here when we start talking about the iCloud. I just wanted to mention that. And the last thing to talk about with iOS 5 is that it will work with the iPhone 3GS, though I can't imagine it will work very well, and up uh, the iPad 1 and 2 in iPod Touch Generations 3, three. and
0: 4. Right, 3 and beyond, right. Yes. Okay, the, now, now beyond, the biggie. Yeah, I mean, iPod touches. Sorry, guys.
2: Yeah, uh, iCloud. This is your digital life in the cloud, integrated with apps. And Steve actually kind of dissed Mobile Me.
0: Yeah, Steve said Mobile Me was not our finest hour. <laughs> in fact, his joke. was, no. his joke, He says, "Oh yeah, you want me to trust you again? You're the guys who gave us Mobile, <laughs> mobile Me."
2: <laughs> uh, contacts with any app synced. Calendars synced. Mail with an @me.com dot, dot account, synced. No ads. Mobile apps, synced. iBooks, synced. New iOS device, synced without a PC connection like we were talking about earlier. Music, books, photos, videos, device settings, all synced over Wi-Fi now, for all purchased content.
0: What's this going to cost me? Why? It well, doesn't cost me you was, anything. Mobile me was 100 bucks.
2: This is free. Yeah. That, Free.
0: That just five And we're not we're not even like...
2: done telling you what it's going to give you. You can also sync your iWork apps documents and not only for the Mac but for iOS devices. Documents in the cloud and, and there's new APIs for developers so that they can do this as well. Uh, you've got PhotoStream, which is cloud storage and push to other devices all automatically. Your your pictures stay in the cloud for 30 days unless yeah, should, you move it to like an online that. album.
0: We should touch that slightly. So most things in the cloud are going to hang out in the cloud. Yeah. You get, you get five gigabytes of space. But come on, people. We can all use up five gigabytes of space Easy. in photos pretty fast. So Apple's giving you a – this is one where they made – they said, well, well, here's our compromise. When you take a photo on any of your devices, it will go to the cloud, and it will show up on all your other devices in this thing called – what was the name of it? iCloud. Um, oh, no PhotoStream? PhotoStream. Yeah. And if you want to keep that photo – you just drag it out of photo stream into one of your one of your uh, libraries, libraries on your on that device, and you have a copy of it. Thirty days later, it disappears from the cloud. But thirty days is a long time. If you yeah. lose the picture in that amount of time, you really didn't want it anyway.
2: Yeah, and chances are, at some point during that thirty days, regardless of everything they're doing here, you probably will sync whatever those devices are to your computer. Yeah, hopefully, That's, well, <laughs> you should. unless your you unless should. your
3: PC. Mac PC,
2: free, PC you know?
0: free. I mean, they keep pushing that out. Well, so.
2: and the next thing we're going to talk about kind of works with that. iTunes in the cloud. Anything you purchase on iTunes will be available to all of your devices without hard syncing to your computer.
0: Over up to ten, up to ten devices. Ten, now. yeah, ten devices. That was kind of a nice to see because that means you know you can have an iPhone and an iPad and a couple Macs and an Mac, Apple TV and I mean it now gives you enough devices. They are the first. Company to get the music industry to let you download a new copy of a song without paying for it.
2: Yeah, well, and we'll go into why in just a minute. Um, music ripped from your own collection can be synced or <laughs> repurchased on iTunes with iTunes Match. Yes. Now, but iTunes about, Match. Let's Listen.
0: talk about music sync. iTunes Match. This yeah. is. Yeah. This, I actually like this, and I, well, I think some people are going to.
2: Whether or not, whether or not you use this is going to depend on how much music you have in your collection that you didn't purchase. But I iTunes. have a lot
0: of music in my collection because I, I have too. drawers and drawers of CDs. Now, let's talk about this. It's a twenty four ninety five a year. This is where they're going to charge you a little more, right? And this, and this it, is how
2: they got them to. This is part of the reason, that, or how they got them to to agree. I, to I it. think
0: you're right. What this basically says is that if the they're going to do this quick scan of your computer when you turn this on and it it goes quickly. It's not like, so let's talk about, before we go there, if you have Google cloud music or Android or Android, sorry, Amazon music, you have to upload your collection. Yeah. Now given the size of my collection, it would probably take weeks to upload it to the cloud.
2: And not only that, but eventually the music companies will probably sue them and, Mm -hmm. and make them delete your collection.
0: Yes, because now I'm making my collection available, supposedly, to others. But, right. Um, it, we'll see. I'm not going to go there. I don't want to talk about that yet. Yeah, That's okay. go story. Ahead. But that, to me, has turned me off to both Google Cloud, the Google version, and the Amazon version. I don't want to upload all my songs. No. What the Apple thing is going to do is scan it, and if they find a song – now, let's back up. Apple has 18 million songs in their library right is now. Is that all? Yeah, is that all? There's a <laughs> pretty good chance that – the song on you, that you ripped from your CD or downloaded from wherever, I'm not going to say how you got it, if that song you have in your collection now and they're assuming it's yours is in the Apple store, then it automatically gets synced and they replace it with their version, which is a 256K uh, AAC, uh, file. AAC file with no DRM. Right. And that immediately becomes available on all 10 of your up to 10 of your devices. Which so that means that if I have 5,000 songs on my Mac and I pay this $25, that all of a sudden on my Apple TV, all those songs are there.
2: Well, they would be there anyway because you've got your Apple TV synced to your iTunes account. But the, the whole thing is. But now they're on my all, PC. Now right. Too. You know, most people that, that rip their CDs are getting like 128 bit MP3. Which is yeah, a relatively, which isn't a bad quality, but it's not great. Apple's version is a 256 AAC file, which is at least twice it, to three times better than most things that you, that you you will you would have recorded yourself, unless you recorded them at a higher bit rate.
0: And, and I would argue it probably came from the from the music publisher, so it was probably a better quality rip as well. Yes, yeah, I would you know, agree just with in that. the equipment they used to create that file, and that becomes. And, and then the things that aren't, it'll, it'll also find all the files that aren't, that they don't have on the store. So if you have a lot of, like I have a lot of esoteric CDs that I've bought from, you know, you know, I go see a concert and I buy the guy's local CD. All that music can be uploaded as well. Yeah. You can you can choose what you want to upload, and that also becomes available to all your devices. Well,
2: assuming that it's in iTunes.
0: No, no. Even if it's not.
2: Oh, you're, if, talk, you're talking about your local iTunes collection. So after, this, Sorry.
0: After, after the sync has happened... And they flag all the songs they have. They show you what songs they don't, and you can choose to pick songs and put them up onto this Music Sync system. Oh, I didn't know to, that. To make them available to your other uh, your other uh, computers.
2: Well, that's that's basically everything that Apple talked about today. Uh, there there weren't any new devices. I was kind of hoping for a new phone, but I, well, it
0: was a little early,
2: I think. Yeah, possibly.
0: Um, yeah, no, I was I was waiting for that one more thing.
2: Yeah, well, the one more thing I think was iTunes Match.
0: That was actually very cool. I, that I'm is actually, cool. I, it's a problem for me because I have a PC where I do where I, which has which has my network drive where all my music is saved, and I have my Mac, and I always have trouble saying, "Well, wait a minute, did I move that song over? Is that song here?" And my Mac is what syncs to my iPhone, so so. That means my PC has all my songs and my Mac has a subset. My iPhone has a subset of that. And then I'll be out somewhere going, I wish I had that song (laughs) for that album. I really want to hear that album. And And now you can forget forget about it, but now it'll just be there. Yeah. I just think that's, that to me is the coolest feature I've seen in a long
3: time.
2: Now Uh, um, we're also here at mymac.com, the podcast. Anyway, we're running a contest. If you have heard the bumpers, that I play after the commercials and just before we start talking again, I'm looking for new ones. I really, really want you guys to show me how creative you can be. Send me your best 5 to 10 second bumper for gas and me to record. And the 10 best ones will get a completely non-Apple authorized iHub, which is a four-port USB hub that has Apple symbol on it and it even lights up when you plug something into it.
0: Oh, I'm not eligible, am I? You
2: you as a MyMac.com staff are not eligible, Owen. I'm sorry. Let me think about that. Okay, I'm not eligible. <laughs> nope, you are not <laughs> eligible. So if you will send me your best guy and gas bumper or Do even know better. That we don't mean the thing on the back of your car. Do people understand that? No, no, that's not what we're talking. It's a like bumper, a bumper is a small piece of of little music. audio. No audio. Aud- not, well, audio, not music, not music. Like for example, um, I'm sorry, I meant to say I've audio. got I've Go got back. a I've got a bunch of people from like when we did the 300th podcast that I had them send me a little clip that says. You know I'm so and so, and I never listen to Guy and Gaz, the G Man on the MyMac.com dot right. com podcast. Something along those lines. So please don't send me a bunch saying I never listen to, because you will not win. It's been done. It's been done. It's been done. <laughs> <laughs> so something fun, something creative. Uh, yeah. it, if you Uh-oh. send me, if you send me like a, a something for Gaz and me to record, that's like about thirty seconds for like a commercial, I can almost guarantee you that you'll get one of these iHubs, and they look way, way cool. Really? And Yeah, yeah. U.S. US residents only, please, because this is all out of pocket for me. I bought these iHubs myself, my own money. I will be shipping them myself, my own money. And that's the only reason why it's U.S. residents only, and I'm sorry I'm about speaking
0: that. Speaking of that, I have a big box that's coming your way. Oh, did you send it already? No, it's sitting. Oh, on shame me. on you. But but there may be other giveaways <laughs> when, you, when you look through that big box of stuff. <laughs> I'm, just, you, I'm just poking here for future uh, future contest giveaway stuff away. Give stuff away. I'm, go ahead, Owen. No, that's right. I was just saying that it was. Uh, I just forgot the name of the company. I'm really embarrassed. <laughs> Doctor Bot. Ah, Doctor Bot. It's courtesy of Doctor Bot at the My Mac. I mean, at the MacWorld show, they said, "Oh, we'll send you this." And they did. Bucket of stuff, and then they did. And so, and then they did it again.
2: <laughs> oh, they sent you two of them. Oh, <laughs> my God. They sent me two.
0: And I think it's because they originally were sending me one for Tim, and then Tim called and said yeah, he didn't get his, and they sent him one. So I have this sitting here. It took a while to show up, but it's sitting here. And so I figured it's unopened. It's coming to you. There's some things you may want and some things you may want to give away, a bunch of very cool Dr. Bot stuff.
2: And they sell, that, they sell great stuff, too. They Dr. do sell Bot. great stuff, and Dot we've Tom. reviewed a
0: lot of it. A lot oh, of yeah. stuff has been reviewed already. So,
2: now. Uh, do uh, do you have an app, Pick Owen? You, if if you don't, don't worry about it because I don't have one either.
0: You don't have an app. Pick? I don't
2: have an app. Pick. The, the, between we're actually, re- I usually record I this show on a Tuesday night, and because Owen couldn't be on Tuesday, we di- we're, we're doing this tonight on Monday. And with the key with the uh, the WWDC keynote, I just didn't have time to to go through all my stuff and, and find. But a I decent do have app. one. Oh actually. well, then tell me.
0: Okay, um, for people who might know Mac Heist. There was a there's a website that used to do these games on their website. And if you solved these puzzles, they would give you prizes. A lot of times it was free software. Uh, they've come up with an app called The Heist. And it's a 99 cent app. And if you solve the Heist, if there's two heists to solve in there. If you solve the first one, uh they give you a free Steam game. Now for those of you who haven't played Steam, Steam is a uh, gaming system that runs on Mac and PC that you download games into and they play within that environment and they give you like a $10 game. So if you spend the 99 cents and solve half of the puzzles, you get a $10 game. Cool. It's actually kind of a fun little game. And then if you get all the way through it and solve all the puzzles, they give you a discount on a future bundle. Uh, but it's 99 cents. It has four different types of games in it. Uh, there, if you, you gotta like puzzle games, but it's, and also I, I tell you, have your headphones ready when you do this, because there's some sound things you have to listen to, it's a very cleverly done game, okay, where if you solve enough puzzles, you turn off the security, parts of the security of a vault, and then when you finally turn all of them off, you can break into the vault and get the loot. That is cool. Okay? And, and it was 99 cents, and it actually bumped everybody off the number one spot of paid apps for a short while. Oh, really? It, it, What's,
2: yeah, and that's, that's on the iOS App Store?
0: It's on the iOS App Store called The Heist. And, uh, it's actually, it's a simple set of games with, um, I mean, you've seen them all before. There's nothing a lot new. There's a, there's a game where you have to move blocks to get something out. There's a game where you, that you have to do is kind of Sudoku like, but it uses symbols instead of numbers. So it makes it harder. Um, there's a game in there that's, um, you have to push little blocks around and get them to land on certain squares to open the door, that kind of thing. And then there's, so there's puzzle games. That is cool. And there's one that's like this typical slider puzzle, you know, the 16 numbers you have to slide? Yeah. But in this case, there's no numbers. There's circuits, and you have to connect, the, move the pieces to connect the circuits out. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing that. And it's color-coordinated. Yeah, it's, it's color coordinated. Yes, and it's actually... You can get through it pretty fast. I mean, people have solved it, and if you really get stuck, you can go onto the Mac Heist uh, and forum And they'll give, page, like, give you clues. And people are giving you clues. Uh, there are spoilers there. But I found, if you're just a puzzle lover... Here's a was it was a great presentation. That is cool. Worth the ninety nine cents. And, and I don't have I an don't app. buy I don't buy paid apps very often. So. <laughs> uh, I don't I tend to I tend to take a lot of free stuff. So
2: Hey hey Owen. Yeah. If people wanted to get a hold of you, how
0: could they do it? Uh orubin at mymac.com is probably the quickest way. Yeah, what about uh, on Twitter? ORuben. What Twitter.com forward slash orubin. Oh, Ruben. And, and, and I bet you if you go up to Facebook, you'll probably find Owen Ruben there, too. Uh, although Skype, I'm not O. Ruben. So but, <laughs> I, I bet you if you know my name, I bet you, you can find me there. Yeah, around. you're easy to find. I'm easy to find. There are not many Owen Rubens around. If you want to get a hold of me, I can be reached at guy
2: at mymac.com and also twitter.com forward slash macparrot M-A-C-P-A.
3: Um, have it your way.
2: That's right. <laughs> And if you want to uh, to talk to us through Fearless Leader Tim, you can also send it via feedback at MyMac.com. And Owen, my God, we have a Skype number. Did you know that? You know, we have a Skype number. We do have a Skype I, number. I, I didn't know that. It's area code 703 436 oh. <laughs> Nine five zero one, and we have a Facebook page, and, and we're getting close to, to fifty likes for that page. Come I, on, join our join us and like us, please. Yeah, I'll, I'll have please. to come so up with some kind way. of. I'll have to come up with some kind of prize for for whoever hits the
0: the fiftieth like. So I did want to thank Steve for joining us. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Bye-bye.
2: and uh before we sign off for tonight i also wanted to mention uh now as you know gaz and i were talking about last week i don't see uh i or itunes comments for the show outside of the u.s and he's been searching around and he's found that our, our good buddy jolly jap from the uk and lex borger from the netherlands left us Positive iTunes comments, and I, I you know, every single Thank person that does it gets a uh, a shout out on the show, and we appreciate all of your support, whether it comes through Facebook, whether it comes through iTunes, or you know, you send us audio comment message at 703-436-9501 or send it through email. I mean, we have all kinds of ways you can talk to us. Yeah, tell us what you want to hear. You know and, exactly, and and, and, I'll, and maybe I'll even come back and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do. We should have you on more often, but, but it, it's kind of tough because <laughs> I have to record at a uh, relatively late hour for me on Tuesdays, but it's even later for Gaz. Yeah, and because you're, you know, he's five hours ahead and you're
0: three hours behind. It just, it, yeah, it's a nightmare. Oh, I know, but I, you know, I work from home a lot, so I can make it work. Yeah, but but that's gonna make change because. Uh, Fingers crossed, we may have funding from two sources, and I might be really busy all of a sudden again. Ooh! So, well, hopefully, we can have you on again real soon. I would, I mean, anytime. If anytime you need someone to step in and make funny noises, I'm happy to come here and make (laughs)
3: noises. (laughs) Oh,
2: we could do. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on.
3: Cut that out. (laughs) this would be embarrassing if it weren't
2: true. And I think we're going to end the show <laughs> on that note. Help!
3: Save me, pal! Save me! <laughs>
2: <laughs> so everyone, <laughs> thank, thank you so much. Thank you, some, board, by the thanks, way, for those of you, yeah, way. Ambrosia learned, Software yeah. Soundboard is Ambrosia our word. friend. We love it's, Ambrosia and Software.
0: And if you go there, you, there's places you can find these sounds all over the web, and you can create a board on your computer and play these things off. And you know, how do you mix yours? Oh, uh, I
2: use I usually just use Audio Hijack or not Audio Hijack, um, Wiretap Studio, Wiretap.
0: Wiretap Studio, okay, and then it's just, just turn that and into an MP three file. Sounds anywhere, and yep. I, and I apologize for starting this thing.
2: It is uh, Owen's
0: fault. So send you
2: can send email to oRubin at mymac.com and use every single curse word that you want to use. It's right there. Oh, they're out. Right <laughs> and uh, we need to end the show. So thank you all so very much for downloading it. And we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please send all feedback to feedback at
1: MyMac.com or call our Skype number and leave a message. The phone number is 703 436 9501. If you enjoyed the MyMac.com podcast, make sure you check out the other family of podcasts all from MyMac.com and all free on iTunes, including the Geekiest Show Ever,
2: App Minute with Sam Levin, and Tech Fan with Tim Robertson. A macho young swimmer named Dwyer really liked playing with fire. One night in the dark, he swam with a shark, and his voice is now two octaves higher.